Welcome to Self-Led, the podcast with me, your host, Jessica Soul. Thank you so much for being here. So how do I describe myself? <laughs> oh, let me count the ways. I am a solo mama of two incredible children, a loving partner and a passionate woman devoted to being in the state of love as often as humanly possible. I am a business owner, mentor, coach and healer, a writer, a wannabe poet and most importantly, an intuitively guided woman whose aim is to lead people home towards their truth through my work and allow you to access my mind via this podcast. I desire to help you revive your vitality, your wealth, your radiance and your passion. I encourage you to open the doors that you were once told to close and the doors that were slammed in your face. I am here to help you unearth the gifts that you've buried because the world told you to dim your light. Your power has never been circumstantial and I want you to know that it never will be. Instead, I'm here to show you how to lead yourself along the path you choose because life is a choice. Wealth is a gift and with trust, we become self-led and we walk towards the path of receivership. You see, the thing is, when we take leadership seriously and we speak this leadership into physical form through our children, through our words, through our gifts and through God, this life has so much to provide you with. For sure, it is going to confront you. So let's take a deep look at the profound responsibility and gift that this life is. I want you to find peace in knowing that all is required from us as humans is to lead, to walk ourselves towards what we are deeply deserving of and what we were born to receive. So have fun, listen up, take notes, excuse the occasional F-bomb and get ready for a wild, wild ride. Hey, 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 beautiful ones. Thank you for being here again. Welcome to this week's audio. I hope you enjoyed last week's. I absolutely loved recording it. And this morning I am here, actually, I have just recently come back from my Pilates class and I, I'm on this, I'm on this really big fucking roll at the moment, as in like the momentum inside of my business, the momentum inside of my life. Ah, it just, it feels so damn good. And it is, it's, it's so liberating to be in this, I suppose, like on this part of the wave, let's say, I love to, I love to refer to my life as like riding the waves. It's such a beautiful way to look at, at the world is just, I'm just riding these waves. And sometimes those waves are a little bit heavy and they, they bomb you and, and, you know, you, you fall into this, you know, into this, into this giant, big patch of sand underwater and your nose hits the ground and, 
sometimes the waves are really fucking heavy and then other times they are the most blissful, peaceful waves to ride. And at the moment I'm feeling really, really like I am in some sort of tropical island ocean scene where these waves are just so beautifully soft and I'm riding them but also on this really big high while doing it. So yeah, it's been super fun to come in here and be able to record in this energy. I think anybody who listens to podcasts regularly knows that particularly when it comes to mine, I'm always here to give you me. And with that, rather than this being something that has a script <laughs> or is, you know, based around just providing information, you're always going to feel me and, and receive me for where I'm at. But today I have come back from Pilates. I've done a little bit of working out in the gym and the endorphins are running through me. And I'm here to talk to you about a few topics today, but the main topic is around leadership and what it really means to be self-led. And really today I'm going to share with you some context around why I have just launched this brand new foundational program. I'm not going to sell to you on this podcast, so don't you worry about that. You know that this is all, all the information you need is in the show notes. You know where to find how to work with me inside of my communities. You know what to do. You guys are super intelligent humans, but the doors are open inside of Interwoven to be a part of Self-Led, which is my foundational building block program, which is something that people are are being called to do over a six to 12 month period. And that's how it's been designed. So basically what I've been doing for myself, I am now providing to my clients and I'm allowing us to work as a collective And what that's doing is it's creating a ripple effect inside of communities, which was something that I had always dreamed of when I started coaching, when I particularly stepped into the space of working with people in a group setting. I used to manage and and look after and lead a really large, nearly I think in the thousands of women team inside of network marketing. And prior to that, with my 20 years business experience, there's been a lot of different places where I've been able to work in group settings and with teams, small and large. And so when I stepped into the group coaching arena inside of my own business, one of the biggest themes and one of the biggest undertones and desires for that work was that by working in a group setting, we can create a larger ripple effect throughout our communities Because the way that one person shows up inside of their family, inside of their extended family, inside of their workplace and and then out in the world has a huge difference on how humanity can shift. And I remember years and years ago, actually, when I was studying transcendental meditation, which is also known as Vedic meditation. So when I was studying that, I remember the facilitator saying something about a group or a community or a a suburb of some sort. I can't, I can't remember the exact details, but basically what he spoke into was the ripple effect that meditation daily, daily meditation twice a day for 20 minutes would have on a community. And I believe that 
a small portion of this community had committed to meditating twice a day for 20 minutes a day. And over a period of time, they saw crime rates drop. They saw car accidents decrease, um, all sorts of things that basically, you know, basically speak into the space of what it really means to create ripple effects. And so for me, this is happening beautifully at the moment inside of self-led the the program. And it oh, like what this year is going to look like for me is it's really interesting. All right. So I'm like, I'm so excited to share everything and to talk into this space. And, and really my aim for you today is for you to leave here inspired and really knowing that you can actually achieve what you want. I think that many people would agree that they are so often stopped in their own tracks and so often, you know, we stunt our own growth and we say no to our desires and we allow our mind to take us to places where we actually don't want to go. And I'm reminded of this quote, which... I absolutely fucking love. Now, anyone who's familiar with Joe Dispenza, you're all over it, right? You've heard it all before. You've heard it all before. What we think about, we bring about, right? So the thoughts we have create our reality. Now, Joe Dispenza is one of the masters. He has been around for many, many years teaching and preaching this concept. And while I would say in my world, or if you're in the personal development world, I would say, or if you're in in the process of self-improvement, I would be guessing that 50 to 80% of my clients and the people around me know who Joe is and they know his work and they know about what he preaches and what he teaches. And if you asked anybody Tell me what his number one, like what's the number one takeaway you get when, you, when you're listening to Joe? It would be that. What you think about, you bring about. Your thoughts create your reality. Now, easier said than done. Really, like honestly, every, everybody knows this. Everybody knows that what we think about, we bring about. Everybody knows that our thoughts create our reality. But This quote came into my sphere a little while ago and for me, it really, really hit home more deeply than anything that I'd heard previously. And I think as we journey and as we commit ourselves to self-leadership at a deeper level, I think it's really important to continue to search for something that really hits home for you. And this quote in particular, it was one of those quotes that went, like it fucking got me. It hit me so deeply. And I know exactly why it did was because I was actually so ready to receive this, these words in totality. And so when I read this, everything, everything started to make sense. Despite the fact I've been listening and reading Joe Dispenser books for like a decade now. No, maybe half a decade. But you know what? This just, this hit and it 
literally landed in my heart and it was imprinted and gosh, I'm working this up. But since this moment, everything's become even more clear for me. And so I want to share this with you today. All right. So get ready, have a listen to this quote, and I want you to allow yourself to really, really feel and understand this concept. If your mind is blind to the possibility, then your eyes will be blind to the opportunity. Let me say that again. So if your mind is blind to the possibility, then your eyes will be blind to the opportunity. Now, (laughs) okay, can we finish right here? Can everyone just go meditate now, do some breath work, and once you let that concept land, nothing will ever be the same. (laughs) Seriously, though, this is one of the, the most beautiful pieces of teeny tiny literature I have ever read, right? And it it means exactly the same thing as, as what you think about, you bring about, right? It, it's the same thing. But when we understand our mind needs to be open to possibility, right? That really landed for me. And so When I was building the foundation blocks for what self-led the program would look like and how it would play out, there was, there was a lot going on for me behind the scenes. I was, I was considering using like points-based systems and challenge type systems. And there were so many things going through my mind through in terms of like how I would run that as a business. And predominantly the reason that I wanted this to be available to other people was because even me, I could feel times in my life where no matter how much I desired or felt like I wanted something for myself, my mind was blocking the possibility of it. Now, let me give you a little bit of context. I'll give you a couple of things and and maybe you'll be able to relate. So, over the last, I don't know, it's probably a couple of years, I don't, I don't actually really weigh myself and I don't consider myself in any way, shape or form overweight. I haven't actually even gone up really in clothing size, but over the last couple of years, I have probably gained a little bit of weight and maybe just lost a little bit of muscle because I haven't been training like I used to. And I I was very conscious in that decision because there were times in my past where when I was training, it was very masculine for me and it was very forceful and there there was a lot of unprocessed emotions and instead of processing them, I went hard at the gym, which might have helped me a little bit, but it was creating this very masculine force within me. So I had to be really careful with that, particularly when I left my marriage and when I chose to become independent um, not to mention I really, I, I didn't love exercising after school drop-off. I really liked doing that stuff really early in the AM. So I took a bit of a step back in terms of the way I was training and I just was walking on the beach and bike riding and doing a bit of functional stuff like here and there, a bit of body weight stuff, but a little bit of yoga, a little bit of Pilates 
But over time, I've definitely found that my body has changed a little bit. And I had this desire to get back to a place I was quite a few years ago. Now, my mind kept saying things like, well, it's not you, Jess. It's actually just the fact that you're older now. And it's just like you're going to be near menopause soon, which is probably not really true because I'm only 39. I mean, it's getting close, but, you know, it's not that close, right? And um, But my mind was not open to the possibility, right? So my mind was not able to see the possibility. Instead, what it was doing at a subconscious level was it was saying, maybe it's not possible for you, Jess. So just don't try. Now, how many times would you do this in your life? Like I'm just using a couple of a couple of examples here to give you a little bit of context. Another another thing that I was actually saying a little while ago, and again, this is all just about self-observation and self-inquiry and being really careful with where that mind is open or closed or just completely blind to the limitless potentiality of humans. Now, when people say things like, you know, you can do anything and be anything and have anything, they're actually right. You know, it's easy for us to say, oh, that's good. It's easy to say for some, you know, the ones that have got the golden opportunities and the ones that are this and that. But the truth is, guys, is that you will never understand the depth of work that somebody puts in behind the scenes when you are looking at their exterior circumstances. So you can look from the outside at somebody exteriorly and you can see their great body or their designer handbag or their car or their home or their healthy glowing skin. So you can see the language that they use and maybe the communication standards that they have in their life, the way that they respond instead of react, the way that they honestly communicate instead of communicating through their shop front and their facade you know so you can you can see these exterior exterior evidence I would call it of of what they've done of the work they've done but you will never be able to understand in totality what someone has actually done to be able to present themselves that way exteriorly and so this is really interesting right When it comes to thinking about how we operate in our own life, this is super, super interesting. And so I could find these blind spots popping up. And the reason that blind spots do come up is because of unprocessed emotion and unprocessed trauma that we haven't yet been able to sit with. So just allow that, just allow that to land for you. Just really allow that to land because that's really important. And I often say this to clients and I particularly say this to to social media. This work, having what you want, being who you desire to be, attracting what you want to attract, it actually isn't as complicated as you may think. The only reason we complicate things and we create suffering in our life is because we are unwilling to address what needs to be addressed. Now, I spoke about this last week in in a couple of ways, but if we are unwilling to go and 
face off with our shadow, if we are unwilling to move the emotions through our body and process the emotions, if we are unwilling to take a look at the trauma that has not yet been looked at, you know, these, these wounds, this residue, sometimes we don't like to open the wound. We're like, ah, oh, no, it's nearly, cl- I feel like it's nearly closed up. Now, this is the reason why then these, these roadblocks come in, in, in our creation zone, whether that's creating abundant money or creating an abundance in relationships or time or freedom, whatever it is for you, materialistic things, whatever it is that you desire, if you are feeling these blockages, it is still because you are leaving things unaddressed. And therefore, your mind will then continue to play tricks on you and it will actually make possibility unavailable for you. So just hear that again. So when you are unwilling to address your trauma and you are unwilling to process your emotions in totality, what will happen is that unprocessed pain will create a block in your system. Now that block in your system will limit your mind from being able to see full level possibility in your life. It will continue to take you backwards. It will continue to play tricks on you and it will consistently remind you that you are unworthy, unlovable, unimportant and undervalued. And in fact, that's what will happen. Your mind will become so closed off to possibility that you will have literally zero chance in creating what you desire. Now, what happens as a result of that is then our eyes, the sphere around us is unable to see the opportunity that exists because our mind can't see the possibility. So we then go out into the world and all we see is there's no money Nobody likes me. I'm not worthy. You know, the world is shit. People are shit. And we see everything from a negative lens. And that's what happens for us. And that's why then when we're out there trying to achieve great things and, and wanting to do things that, that speak into our greatness, we find this consistent, you know, back and forth game being played in our, in our realm. So... It's really, really important to understand that. And it's something that I would highly encourage you to lean into, particularly if you are inside of my um, group's coaching spaces, inside of Interwoven and Self-Led Now. If you are inside of there, you're, you're going to know that when I'm here with you teaching you, I am actually an embodiment, right? So there is nothing in my life that I can effectively teach and create a ripple effect in society with, unless I am the complete embodiment of it. So when I had my birthday, I made a few commitments and I made this decision to make some some quite large changes in my life. And I must say, for a lot of these things, I was like, oh God, like I don't really want to do this change and I don't, I could maybe I could get away with getting what I want and doing that thing and maybe I wouldn't need to do as much of that thing and 
So my mind was being a little bit, a little bit cuckoo there for a while. And it was, it was being blind to the full spectrum of possibility that was available to me. And after a lot of breath work, a lot of nervous system regulation, a lot of time on my own, a lot of journaling, a lot of reflection, a lot of sunrises and a lot of sunsets and grounding and hot and cold therapy and a lot of just open availability from myself as in receive, receive, receive. I'm in receivership. And particularly when it came to being open to where the plot twists were actually assisting me, right? So being really open to that. Oh yeah, okay, I'm, I'm listening, I'm open and I'm receiving this information. So as I started to do that, there were clear messages coming through, clear messages, clear um, communication from source, from God, from universe saying this is what you could do, this is what you could do, this is what you could do, this is what you could do. So the possibility, in fact, when I really think about it, was about me allowing my mind and my heart to be completely open to it. Because so many times when when God, source, universe does speak to you, when your intuition is is speaking, right? It's like it's whispering, but sometimes it's not whispering and you fucking know what you need what you need to do. But you're you're literally in the process of blocking yourself from the progress you desire. So even though that every day that that niggle comes, that niggle is your intuition by the way. It comes through and it says, "Hey, hey you. Um you know that thing? Yeah, you know that thing that you know you're meant to be doing today? Yeah, you know that one?" Can you go do it? Like, you know, it'd probably be really good for your business. Hey, hey, you, you know, you know that, you know, that thing you thought you'd do yesterday that you didn't, that you want to do every day. You know, that, that new ritual, that new habit. Hey, go do it. Hey, you call your mom. Go do it. Hey, you give to that charity. Go do it. So that, that, that's happening for us all the time. Hey, you don't eat that. Hey, you, blah, blah, do this, do that. Your intuition is speaking to you. God, source, universe is speaking to you all the time. What most people do, though, is they go, oh, but my mind is not available for that kind of possibility. No, 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 no. I don't want all these opportunities. I cannot see that. I can't even find the opportunity in plain sight to do the thing or have the different choice or create the abundance. So instead, what we do is we backpedal. We backpedal our way back into that mediocrity space. And then we get wrapped up. And we're like, oh, this is nice here. I still feel shit about my life. I still hate my bank account. I still think my business is a failure. And I still roll my eyes every time my partner, husband wants to have sex because... It's just such a chore, but I've got my blankie on and it's kind of comfy over here in this, in this, what I could call cesspool of comfort, right? So this backpedaling that we do is causing us so much pain. 
yet we are so familiar with that comfort zone, which has likely come to fruition in our life because of the conditioning that we've accepted. And we're so fucking familiar with that comfort zone that most of us will sit there for decades, for decades. And then we get to our 40s and 50s and we go, you know what? It was actually, it wasn't me. It wasn't, it wasn't me. It was my bad luck. It was, it was the pandemic. It was the, the current climate. It was that bad business decision I made. It was that house that, that we bought that needed too many renovations. It was the divorce. It was the this. It was the that. No, no, no. I'm sorry to tell you it was you. It was always you. Now, the moment someone can take full body responsibility for their life, for everything in their life, right? Like you've got pain in your life, take responsibility for it. Take responsibility for the fact that you don't have money in your account. Go and have a look at your accounts. And tell me, like if, when, when I work with my clients around money, behind the scenes, I do quite a lot of budgeting and financial assistance with my clients. And when I work with my clients around their money, I can find at least on average, I will be able to find around $250 a week of wasted money that is actually taking that person away from their potential and away from their growth, robbing them of their future. Like I'm not kidding you guys, robbing them of their future And normally on average, it's between $180 to $250 a week that one individual is willing to rob themselves of for the sake of quick fix, feel good, addiction type behavior. And I'm I'm not joking with you guys, addiction type behavior. Now, any kind of addiction is something that takes you away from your reality that numbs you and that allows you to hide from something. Now, one of the number one places and and things we are addicted to is our phones. Yes, shock horror and all of the apps that we download and all of the time that we spend. And those phones lead to online shopping and lead to comparisonitis and lead to scrolling, which is wasting your time and taking you away from things you could be doing. People waste money on takeaway coffee. They waste money on a myriad of things, particularly us women, that um, assist us with um, age defiance and beauty. And I said this actually um, on one of my stories recently. I said, look, I am the first to love spending money on the improvement of myself and my body. Um, I get my hair done. I have my nails done my brows done. You know, I love spending money on my skincare and I absolutely love doing all of those things, but never would I prioritize that and rob myself of the ability to grow. Never. But you think about the the amount that people are spending right now on eating out. All you need to do is go into a major city and go out on a Friday, Saturday or Sunday night and watch couples drop two to $300 on dinner which is, there's, again, there's nothing wrong with this if you can afford it. But there are people that are consistently making incorrect decisions when it comes to their money. 
for $20 cocktails. I think they used to be $15. Now they're like $20 to $25 for a chili margarita. The the booze on the weekend, the the new clothing for the one night out. Now it's fine. You do what you want. You do you, right? And do you for as long as you want. Do do you. But don't come to anyone around you or to me or to 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 the party with ah stuff's just not going well right now because if you're not taking 100% responsibility for your world for your healing for your leadership then it is you you are the problem and i hate to say that but you know what i wish that at a very young age someone had said this to me in this manner Someone had said to me, and I'll be telling my daughter this, and I even tell her already, she's only 11. Honey, if you don't get serious about how you're going to earn money, you are going to have a hard life. If you don't get serious about what you're eating, because you know the kids, they love the sugar, right? And I feed my children really well, but I'm like, you are going to create an addiction. If you keep wanting to pick up that iPad or that phone, you are going to damage your brain. And she looks at me and she rolls her eyes and she's like, mom, like seriously, like everyone else gets their phones. Everyone else gets to use their iPads. You know what? I don't give a fuck, right? Because I want to educate every single person around me on the number one thing I know to be true which is if you are not 100% responsible for your life, for your joy, for your gain, then you're up shit creek and you've got no fucking paddle and you're going to drown. Now, I know. (laughs) Oh, you're like this, this on a Monday, Jess, like this on a Monday morning. Come on, you should have warned me. But the truth is everyone needs to know this. Everyone needs to grasp this concept and step into their leadership at the highest level they ever have. And right now, when people are out there, you know, wasting their time, focusing on what's going wrong in this world, focusing on scrolling so they feel worse about the fucking state of society, focusing on TikTok and like overconsumption, focusing on things that are not important, focusing on the recession and the interest rate rises. Yes, they're all parts of our reality, okay? But what can you control and what can you not? Now, this is such a simple question. Now, when I do this with my clients, I'll give it to you. Like, it's easy. It's not It's not um, anything that you haven't heard or shouldn't know already. Get a piece of A4 paper and write on it in the middle, what can I control? And then draw a circle around that little question that's the size of basically like a coaster. I'm looking at a coaster at the moment. So around the size of a coaster, maybe smaller. And inside of that circle, it should say, what can I control? And then on the outside of the circle, you'll write, what can't I control? Now, (laughs) you start and you start to answer that question for yourself. 
there is a lot you can control, but there is far more that you have no fucking chance of controlling if your life depended on it. The number one thing you get to control is your state. Your state, your mindset, your clarity, your vision, and the actions you take inside of your four walls in order to go and get that shit done. There is no such thing as luck in this world, not in my opinion. When I look at business owners and leaders and phenomenal people in my life, I know exactly how hard they're working for it. And the realization of that sometimes took a while, you know, because we first we go through that thing of like, oh, well, you know, it's easier for them because they've got each other or their parents passed their business down or their parents paid the deposit on their house or blah, blah, fucking blah. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes people have um, paths that have less pebbles, you know, sometimes their waves are a little bit more steady, right? But that does not mean that they are lucky. And it does not mean that if your path and your waves were a bit more rocky and a bit heavy, that you can't create the same thing. You are going to have to do the work though. And you are going to have to make very serious choices for your life as to whether you are choosing to be completely self-led, unequivocally self-led or not. And that's it. And that may sound a little harsh, but let me tell you, this is the only way I've been able to achieve what I have achieved. And let me also tell you that if you are brave enough to step into my self-led foundational program with me, you'll be part of the tribe that in a year's time is doing things that blow your fucking mind. I know exactly what it takes because I've been walking this path for years and years and years. I know exactly what it takes because my mind has tried to play tricks on me more times than I can count. I know exactly what it takes because I've fallen flat on my fucking face over and over again. I know what it takes because I have allowed the processing of my emotions. I have sat in breath work thousands of times. I have faced off and confronted everything. Bang, bang, bang. Give it, give it, give it, right? That is why I have what I have. I am what I am. That's why I can make decisions like I'm making right now. Make them with ease, with distinction and know exactly where I'm fucking going. And it isn't easy to do that alone. It isn't easy at all. I remember a few years ago, somebody um, that I know actually said to a group of us, let's all read this book. And it was a big fucking book, right? And back then I wasn't actually a really good reader. I, I really, I was playing tricks on myself with that because I didn't, I had no possibility that I could read well. And this book was like, you know, pick it up for 10 minutes a day, pick it up, pick it up. You know, at that time I remember I had, I think I was going through my divorce. So it would have been about three, three and a half years ago, or just about, I was trying to do all this stuff and there was so much fucking resistance. Now at that time in my life, I would, what we did, we had this like little check-in system. And I remember, um, you know, a couple of us were kind of active in there, you know, saying, oh, here's today's lesson. And here's what I got from this. I had my little notebook and my momentum went well for a while. And then it started to drop off. And then 
I remember saying to one of my girlfriends, I was like, are we, are we doing this anymore? And she said, well, I'm doing it. And I'm like, yeah, well, I'm doing it, but I don't think anyone is doing it. <laughs> like no one else in this group of maybe six or seven people were doing it. And she said to me something like, now I'm going to, I'm going to not, I'm not going to be out. It, I suppose the basis of it was it separates like you can see how this separates like the strong and the weak. Something it wasn't that exactly. Someone will be like, digest, there's a famous saying, it separates the, you know, the birds from the eagles or something like this. I'm not sure. You got to love it when I just have my human moment and I'm like, what does it fucking do? But anyway, my point was that was one of my biggest learnings in terms of watching the behavior of people around me was Number one, don't say yes to something you don't want to do. But number two, like how hard is it to do this? And why are so many people struggling to read, you know, 10 pages of a book a day? Why are so many people struggling to move their body? Why are people consistently going back to their bad habits? Why don't people value their lives more deeply? Like life is such a fucking gift. Having people around us to spend our life with, the fact that there is unlimitless untapped abundance in this world is such a fucking gift yet so many of us will sit here and bullshit our way through life telling ourselves we're doing our best when we are so far from our fucking best is disgraceful and myself included I've been there you know I've walked this path I can't teach anything I don't embody I've been there so many times I've been sat there going are you for real is this your best But guess what? When I come back to that word self-led, when I come back to leadership as an overall theme in my life, when I come back to love and leadership, that's it. Love and leadership. If you you can't nail those two, you will never be self-led. But if you can, then you will lead not only your world, your life, your family, your relationships. You could lead a nation. Maybe you don't need to do that, but you could, right? You can do anything you desire when you work and operate from that place. But the truth is, is that a lot of us do not know how. We were not taught how. We were not told the real cold, hard truth. Yeah, some, most of our parents would have said, got to work hard to make money. Yeah, something to that effect. But leadership is different. Working hard for 40 years of your life at a job you fucking hate and knowing that you're going to get this reliable thousand or fifteen hundred dollars back into the bank at the end of the week, that's not self-led, right? Leadership is saying, you know what, do you understand how your nutrition works? Do you understand that as you get older, your muscle mass is actually decreasing? Do you understand you need to be lifting weight from the age of 30 minimum? Do you understand the kind of supplementation you should be taking? Do you know that reading makes you smarter? Do you know that these phones are making you fucking dumb? Like, Why is nobody leading in that way? I'm not saying nobody. I shouldn't say that. There's so many people, but why is not, why isn't everybody fucking leading in that way? You know, when a parent comes to me and says, oh, my kid's obsessed with their phone. I'm like, well, why the fuck are they? Like lead your family correctly. Make decisions. Don't whinge about the fact that your children have bad behavior. You're doing nothing about it. You're not showing them the way. You're not leading the family. Don't whinge about the fact that you've got a shitty relationship when you have not once read a relationship book or hired a fucking coach, but you'll still keep going out every weekend with your girlfriends in your cute little dresses, fucking dancing around, 
doing whatever, wasting money on alcohol when your marriage is failing or when your relationship is failing or when you're depressed or anxious, you keep doing the same behaviors, you're addicted to things, you don't want to face off with it and you're not leading yourself in any way, shape or form. And this is the reality for many, many, many people. And most of us actually have incredible lives, but we still carry on with that shit around it. And you think that jumping onto social media and, you know, posting that you've had a nice weekend is important, but you won't spend 10 minutes a day educating yourself on how to raise your children better or how to supply your body with the vitality that it needs. So there is change in the air. This comes down to us being autonomous, leading sovereign lives, understanding that we need to get better as a society. We need to create ripple effects. You know, I'm, I'm that person who years ago was so excuse driven. I was like, you know, my kids will be fine and, and it's all good and I can get away with heaps, right? I got away with heaps for fa- way too fucking long. I got away with heaps of bad behavior with taking, you know, illicit drugs, with drinking too much. I got away with, oh my goodness, like just so much. I'm just trying to think of all the things. I've, I'm totally in love with that previous version of myself, by the way. Like I love her, but I don't want her back ever. I got away with low level communication. I got away with not giving a fuck about the people around me, my family, not spending time with the people I really valued. I got away with spending way too much money and allowing standards in my life to be really fucking low. And then a few years ago, I woke up and I was like, I've got no assets. I've got nothing. I've got a lot of fucking good memories. Most of them were fucking blurred. But you know what? I've had heaps of fun. And we're all going to go through stages like that. But I was hurting. I was in pain. I was having grief issues and guilt issues and shame issues and anger issues. And like I was experiencing an internal world that was like it was going to fucking blow up. Right. But I was really good. Like most of us are at making it look really fucking shiny on the external until I decided to raise my standards until I decided to look, I took some deep time and I asked myself, what is it I really desire? And am I actually willing to go and fucking be that person? Or am I still going to carry on like a child? And trust me, I'm still on my path. But there's a point. There's a point you're going to get to where you're going to go, fuck me. I'm so done with my own shit. I'm so fucking tired of this and I don't want to do this anymore. I'm out. I don't want to do this. How do I change? How do I become more self-led? How do I step into leadership? How do I step into love in totality? I'm now ready to like face off with those demons. I'm ready to confront all my shit because I want this open vessel. I want this fucking big heart. I want this beautiful fucking family. I want that early retirement. I want the assets. I want the wealth. But you have to get to a time in your life where things go and then you ask yourself, yes or no? Yes or no? Which way? Which path am I choosing now? Because the self-led man or woman doesn't fuck around. They are disciplined. Their mind is so strong, they know how to see every single opportunity. They know the limitless potential. The mind can see exactly where they're going. All possibilities are available. They fucking know it. They're just like, I'm going to keep doing the things because the possibility I see, the vision I have, 
it's already there. It's already been created. I'm pre I'm pre-planned it because it's in my thought process. So do you understand that? That everything you think about, you bring about. So this the minute you start thinking about something, you are putting it into motion. God, universe is responding. They're looking. He's looking. He's saying, oh, she's thinking about that a lot. Look what she's doing in, in, in accordance with getting to that destination. She's pre-planned this. He's already made that plan. I'm already building that house, right? He's working for you behind the scenes. You're working for him. You're meant to be in honor of your creator. You're meant to live a life that that creator, the universe would be fucking proud of. Do you get that? Like this is what we're here to do as humans. We're meant to fucking shine. We're lucky we're even here. Life makes no sense until you make it make sense. So you either, you either sit in the cesspool and you wrap yourself in that blanket and you stay comfortable for longer or you make decisions, huge fucking decisions to say, you know what? No more. No. Mediocrity, fake facades, all of this bullshit. It's time to drop it. I'm raising those standards for once and for all. I'm acting in accordance with what I've already forward planned. If you think about something for long enough, if you visualize it every single morning, you know, people say, oh, this is bullshit, this manifestation crap. You can't just think about it and bring it about. No, of course you can't. The more you think about something, the more you are forced into action in accordance. When you picture yourself walking through the doors of that new home, I've done this countless times and every single time it has come into my fruition. The house on the water with the jet ski and the dolphins, the house on land, it's all fucking come into my fruition, not because of anything other than my ability to know what was possible in my mind. I knew it was fucking possible and then act in accordance. And I'll give you a quick example of this, right? Act in accordance. When I met my partner, for example, I'm going to do a whole podcast on this. I feel like it's such a good topic. I never once, never once went out on a shitty date with any man after I left my husband. I never slept around. Now, people say to me, oh, how did you just meet this guy? It's just like, you know, seven days on a dating app, had a date with him, you know, fell in love, blah, blah, blah. How was that? That seems so easy. I was like, that wasn't fucking easy. That was acting in accordance with my standards, right? And my standards were high because I know the quality of woman that I am. And I'm not going to allow anyone into my sphere, into my energy, into my body willy-nilly, right? Now, so many women who are single will not act in accordance with their values, will not act in accordance with their standards, and therefore they'll keep running around wondering why they keep bumping into fucking bogans and liars every second t- every second day, right? Now, the reason that happens is because they aren't holding themselves to a standard. This is how it works in business. When my business isn't working, it's I know why. I'm not holding myself to the standard I need to be holding myself to. When I look down and dislike what I see when my body is failing me, I know why. It's all about leadership and that's where it starts, begins, ends. It's That's it. It's all about leadership. There's nothing else you need to understand. You've got to heal. You've got to face. You've got to confront. You've got to become 100% responsible for everything. And then it's fucking go time. Simple as that. Okay, I feel like we all need to breathe together. I know that was big. (laughs) I know that was really, really big. But 
I haven't had a, I haven't done a TED talk like that for ages. <laughs> Whenever it's like really fucking big like that, I'm like, welcome to my TED talk. Um, but leadership, leadership and love. Come on, guys, let's fucking tap in. If you're listening to this, please understand that the more people you bring into your journey and the more people you tell about what you're doing and how you desire to lead, the bigger the ripple will happen in your family and in your community. Now, I was having a conversation with one of my best friends this morning and I said to her, I'm thinking about doing this thing. So a few of the things that I'm committing to at the moment is like daily push-ups, you know, max reps every day. Now, today I could only do eight push-ups on my knees. So stay tuned. I've put it here now. Um, A certain amount of exercise, certain amount of supplementations, all these things. I'm going to quit coffee on. Actually, you know what? I've quit coffee because I said Monday, but I had one before and it was super yummy, but I started coughing again. And I know that my body is literally is saying like, God, universe is saying, Jess, stop the coffee. Now, knowing my gene keys and that my primary purpose on this planet is to become my highest, most awakened self. Of course, I can't have coffee. It blocks your pineal gland, which disconnects you from source. So why I keep drinking it, I don't know. But now I'm done with the coffee. Now, a while ago, I was like, I'll do it for 30 days. I'll do that for 30 days. I'll do that for a week. I'll do the, what do they call it? Like the dry July or whatever it is, like those types of things. Now I'm like, who do I want to be by the end of this this birth, this birth year? You know, because I work off April to April for me. Who do I want to be in six or 12 months? How serious, how seriously am I willing to look at this opportunity and to see the possibility in my mind and fucking go, like game time go? Now, it took a really big low for me to understand that this was the elevation I needed. But now that I'm here, it's time we need to go. So if you'd like to get some people on board, I highly encourage you to do so. Because once we do this as a collective, things start to shift everywhere around us. I love you guys. I'm going to go now. Holy moly, another one hour. Have an amazing, amazing week ahead. I love you guys and I will be back soon. Thank you so much for playing along. I truly, truly hope you loved this week's audio. I want you to know that you can access my self-led rolling mastermind community for as little as $200 a month where you access full-length audio conversations, live coaching, and become a part of the growing worldwide village of women devoted to leadership inside of their vitality, wealth, their homes, families, and their relationships. With love from me to you, always remember that the self-led woman trusts, she speaks truth, she steps forward, and she links arms. She leads her home, her relationships, her village and her vitality. She hustles with force like the ocean hitting the shoreline. She moves with grace and she listens to the whispers. She acts with speed and maturity and harnesses the feminine force inside of her, waiting and wishing and praying to be seen in totality. She rises in purity She is high value and her wealth receivership is open. 
The self-led woman is getting ready for everything to change as she digs through the illusions of shame, drags her soul through the depths of pain, she obliterates her distractions and she becomes self-led.